0: Welcome back to the Takedown Bets Podcast. Today, we're going to be going over UFC Paris, Gan versus Tuivasa. Uh, we're coming off a bye week for UFC, and uh, before that, a two-fight losing streak, so we're looking to be- get back on track here. Um, pretty decent card, nothing too special. Last uh, two fights are going to be really good, but let's go ahead and get into it. First up, we have Eileen Perez versus Stephanie Egger. Um, Egger is the minus-350 favorite, which I understand, Um but at the same time, I don't. Just paying minus 350 for a women's fight uh, is just very risky. Um, give me Egger on the pick. I could actually see her getting it done inside the distance. That might be a little nice prop play if you really want. Um, no bet here. A little too risky. Uh, but Edgar will be the pick. Next fight up, we have Khalid Taha versus Christian Quinonez. Um, Taha is actually favored favorite here. I kind of like Quinonez um, coming in as the underdog. Uh I don't know. Taha has just kind of just been overrated for a while now. Um, he has fought some decent opponents in Sergey Morozov and Rowney Barcelos. But um, I kind of like the underdog coming in here. He's on a four-fight winning streak. Good on the feet. He's going to have a slight height and reach advantage. Um, and I like the plus money. I'm getting plus 120 on him. So it uh, might be a straight play. Um, I could definitely see him getting the win. Um, Khalid Taha needs this win, though. So going to be good close fight. Um, probably stay away. The only bet would he be here on Queen Onye's money line. But let's take him for the pick. Next fight up, we have Benoit Saint-Denis versus Gabriel Miranda. Uh, I've made a lot of money with Benoit Saint-Denis, and I think we're going to do it again. Uh, coming in as a minus 200 favorite. Um, again, this is UFC Paris, so all the French fighters are probably going to, look to get favorable favorable matchups. However, this is one of the fights that's kind of sneaky. Gabriel Miranda isn't uh, bad by any means. Um, I definitely don't think he's up to par with Benoit Saint-Denis. I don't know if we can submit him. This is a Brazilian guy, pretty good on the ground himself. Um, His last three wins all coming by submission. Um, Maybe he just grounds it out to the end. Uh, He's better on the feet as well, so maybe he just tries to keep standing. Um, Pretty comfortable here with Benoit Saint-Denis. Maybe a parlay piece. We'll see. but yeah, we'll go with him for the pick. Next fight up, we have Nassar Imavov versus Joaquin Buckley. Imavov coming in as the minus 250 favorite. Buckley coming back as the plus 210 underdog. Um, I like Imavov to win, so let's just start out with that. But I do not think the price to should be minus 150 at all. Joaquin Buckley's got the one-hitter quitter. We all know it. Um, it only takes one to take out Imavov, and he isn't too durable. So... This is tough. But if Imovov just takes him down every round and lays on him, it's an easy win. But all it takes is a one shot from Joaquin Buckley. He was on a three-fight win himself. Uh, just took apart Durayev, uh Alhassan as well. Um, hmm. Imovov beat Shabazian, but who cares, right? This is a close fight. That's what I'm saying. Like This is a close fight. This shouldn't be a minus 250 f- um, price tag for Imovov. I'm going to pick him to win. Uh, maybe he does get the submission on Buckley. But I think it's just a little too close. I get what the UFC's trying to do here, giving them someone he can definitely win with the right game plan. But um, we've seen fighters just not use their IQ in the last couple of fights. It's absolutely fucked us. Um, yeah, we're not going to get into that. I'm still salty over it. Um, but yeah, let's go with Imovov for the pick. I just don't love the price tag. If we get a better one later on the week, um, we'll snag it. But if Imovov just gets out of control and boosts to minus 400 and you can get plus 300 on Buckley... Just do a prop to get Buckley by KO. Later on, the we can get plus 500. Pfft. Even if it doesn't happen, the value is just way too good there. So let's go with Imovav for the pick, but no bet so far. Next fight up, we have Ferris ZM versus Michael Figlak. Um, I am just so unimpressed with Ferris ZM. Um, he is the French fighter here, so you would think that um, they're trying to boost him up. But I just think he sucks. Uh, he beat Luigi Vandamini, whatever. Uh, Terrence McKinney had his way with him. He did beat Jamie Malarkey, which I was kind of surprised by, Um, but I just don't see it happening. Michael Figlock is 8-0 himself. Hard to go against undefeated fighters, unless your name is Alexander Romanov. Um, I'm not too confident in this fight. This is more of a fade ZM than a backing Figlock side. Um, I don't know too much about him, to be honest, but Again, I'm not, just, I'm not super interested in this fight. I like betting on things that I kind of know what's going to happen. I don't know. I have a good feeling that ZM's just going to blow his wad. But um, I just don't know how Figlak's going to react. So Figlak's going to be the pick. Um, but no bet here as well. Maybe later on the week if I really uh, see him on the scales and see if there's a big uh, differential. Next fight up, we have Dustin Stoltz versus Absupian. What's called Abbas? Uh, Magomedov. Magomedov is coming in as the minus 260 favorite with Stoltzvist coming back as the plus 210 underdog. Um, we've been fading Stoltzvist for, for quite a while now, and it's paid off three out of four times um, with three of his fights being losses and one, his last fight, win over Dwight Grant, uh, the ageless wonder. So uh, this is uh, going to be one of the crown plays most likely, Magomedov, um I think he's just kind of better everywhere. Even though he's older, he, he just feels younger to me than Stoltzvis Um He's got more impressive wins. Uh, he's going to be better on the ground, possibly better on the feet, too. He's going to have a height and reach advantage. Uh, his last name starts with a V, Magomedov, which is also a great sign. I know, don't take that seriously. Um, actually, look at your fighters when you're betting. But um, I just don't see how Stolz wins this. Um, I haven't been too impressed with him at all in his his fights. Even Dwight Grant, I, just, I don't know. Magomedov's a pretty darn good fighter. I think he's going to get it done here. Um, the minus 260 price tag. I'd like it to be better, but I can understand why for sure. So, give me Magomedov on the pick. Next up, we have Charles Jourdain versus Nathaniel Wood. Jordan coming in as the minus-130 favorite. Nathaniel Wood coming back as the plus-115 underdog. This is going to be one of the closest fights of the card. Um, Charles Jordan has been one of the hardest fighters for me to kind of diagnose. Every time, I usually I usually bet against him, but I did uh, bet for him against Andre Ewell and Leonardo Venata. So I've actually got a perfect record when I'm betting him, um, but he's just so hard to figure out. And later on in the fights, he can get really sketchy and looks like he's going to win. Um, you just don't want to bet against this guy because he'll make you sweat. But Nathaniel Woods also, a great fighter himself, um, lastly being Charles Rosa, but wasn't too convincing. And it was Charles Rosa, so that's kind of iffy. I lost to Casey Kenney and beat John Castaneda and then also lost to John Dodson. Nathan uh, Wood definitely got the ground game advantage, but Charles Dordain definitely has a striking advantage. It's just going to be who can kind of get their way. I think I'm going to go with Charles Jordan just because I hate sweating against him. Uh, and he arguably could have won that last Shane Burgos fight, even though he had a lot of money on Burgos. Um, so I think I'm going to go with Charles Dordain. Uh, very close here. I don't, this is definitely not a parlay piece. Maybe a uh, straight play. Um, but yeah, something about Charles Dordain is just my, my head and heart is screaming Charles Dordain, even though Nathaniel Wood looks like, uh, the up and comer who should be favored, but let's go with Charles Dordain here on the pick. Maybe a slight bet uh, later on the week. All right. Next fight up, we have William Gomez versus Jarno Ahrens. Um, I don't know too much about Jarno Aarons. I've seen a little bit about William Gomez is one of the prospects for, uh, France. He is the minus two ten favorite and I'm going to pick him to win here. Um, he's going to be much better striker. Um, I don't know too much about him. Um, I think he probably KOs him. I looked a little bit of his tape. Jarno Aarons just wasn't impressive at all. Um, so yeah, maybe a KO prop for Gomez or just take a money line. Again, this is another French fighter. They're going to try to prop up, um, but again, also very unproven, so maybe just a stay-away fight in general. But go is the pick. Next fight up, another hard guy to predict, Nazrat Hackprass versus John McDessie. Uh, Nazrat Hackprass is that guy who's just like, oh, he's so good. And then you look, and he's just like, oh, he loses these fights. <laughs> um, but he just he has good opponents, um, and they're always close fights. John McDessie... Um, Kind of the opposite, doesn't really fight that great of opponents, but he has more wins. <sighs> Nazrat's just such a hard guy to back. Um, I think I'm gonna pick him here though. I like Nazrat, I think he's gonna be better on the ground. He can be just kind of slow, but um, yeah, John McDessey is 37, so it's gonna be a 10 year age gap. Uh, I'll take Nazrat to be a little stronger, uh, maybe get him by KO here, <laughs> a little sneaky sneak. Um, not too confident in this one, but yeah, give me Nazrat for this pick. Next fight up, we have Alessio DiCherico versus Roman Kapilov. Um If there's one fight to not bet this card, it's this one, a thousand uh, percent. Alessio DiCherico sucks, Roman Kapilov is on the verge of sucking. Um, God. Yeah, this one's the the price tag is minus 115 both ways cuz even the bookies don't know what to do with this one. Uh, this should not be on the make card. I've gone back and forth. I guess I'll go with D Um I think I think a lot of people are going to pick Kopilov just cuz he's Russian. Um I think the bookies know that. That's why they priced it making it look like it's such a um a great value bet, but I could see D just coming in having his way with the younger kid. Although, damn, Copylaw is 31. I thought he was younger. Um, yeah, I. they both kind of suck. I really don't have a great read for you on this one, guys. Don't bet this fight. How about that? We'll pick DeSharico, fuck it. Don't bet this fight. Here we go. Co-main event, we have Robert Whitaker versus Marvin Vittori. Now we have a great fight to look at. Um, I really like Robert Whitaker here. Um, something about Australians lately. Um have just been paying off, except for this next fight we're about to break down. Um, I think he's going to be great against Marvin Vittori. He just came off a five-round loss against Adesanya. Didn't look amazing, but it's Israel Adesanya. Robert Whitaker is a very good fighter. Let's just state that. Marvin Vittori, I don't know if I would call a good fighter. I would call super aggressive and super good cardio. So, technically, he's been beating all these lower-level guys just coming forward a lot of output, great... I mean, he's a... Yeah, let's call him a good fighter. He's not a great fighter. Um, when Marvin Vittori gets to the top five, he's going to struggle uh, against your Israel Asanas and against your Robert Whitakers. Um, is this a three-round fight? Yeah, this should be a three-round fight. I think a five-round fight would do Vittori a little better just because he's got great stamina and can keep going. But yeah, I, I think Robert Whitaker... Um, it's just going to be the way better technical fighter, way more skilled fighter than Vittori, who's just very loud, puts out a lot of volume, good cardio, but Whitaker is going to use this skill in MMA to actually win this fight. Um, so Robert Whitaker, very confident on this pick. And lastly, we have Cyril Gan versus Tai Tuivasa. I just said the Australians were doing so well, and now we're going to pick against them because Cyril Gan, again, is just a much better UFC MMA fighter than Tai Ivasa. I've actually been uh, fading, not fading, um, just not a full believer in to Ivasa. and he's proven me wrong. He's on a win streak himself, not fighting the best of opponents. Um, I guess he had to beat Augusto Sakai and Derek Lewis, but Derek Lewis is falling off a cliff and just has no chin. Um, Cyril Gan has a chin. Cyril Gan is going to have a huge height and reach advantage. Cyril Gan is better at everything. Tai Tuivasa just got power. He's not a good fighter, um, per se, like Sirogan is. Um, he went the distance with Francis Ngannou, which no one could do. Um, this is going to be the best lock of the card. And he's a minus 550 favorite. I get it. Um, again, there's always that KO chance that Tai Tuivasa does it. If the KO prop for Tuivasa is like a plus 1,000, fuck it. Put a unit on it. Um, but Sirogan is almost assuredly going to win this fight, Um He's in France. He's better everywhere. If he's smart, if he's smart, he wins this fight. But you know what they say about if. So that is the event, guys. We'll go through it again. We have uh, on our picks Egger, Quinonez, Saint-Denis, Imavov, Figlak, Megamedov, Jourdain, Gomis, Hakperest, uh, DeSharika, because why not, Whitaker, and Gan. Um, I'm not sure how many underdogs and favorites I picked, um, but that is the card. Good luck, guys. Let's get back on the winning end, and I'll see you in the next one.